let's be real here. Everybody struggles with productivity. Uh, so this episode kind of comes out of, uh, I was at a pool party on Sunday night and I had a conversation with a pastor and he was asking actually about what tools I use to stay productive. And we got a lot to cover, so let's dive in. These are the proven direct response marketing, copywriting, and entrepreneurship success strategies you can use today to write your own ticket and create the life you want. I am Roy Furr, and this is Breakthrough Marketing Secrets. Now, here's today's breakthrough. All right, today's sponsor, as usual, is me. Today, I want you to check out the link in the description to Small Work, Big Productivity. Small Work, Big Productivity. It's training that I did that's hyper-relevant to this the whole idea of staying on top of your projects and being productive and getting things done and setting goals and accomplishing them. And the link is in the description for you to learn more. Again, I've, this is something where the better you get at this one skill, the more successful you'll be throughout whatever you want to accomplish in life, whether that's personal or professional. So on Sunday night, I was having this conversation with a pastor. Uh, it, was, it was City Swim Meet weekend, which is huge for our neighborhood and our family. Um, it's the, the citywide swim meet for the recreational league, and it's Tuesday now, and I'm honestly just recovering from this. It was the hottest day of the year on Saturday, and the meet was outside on the pool deck, and, and everybody was just kind of melting. And then... Because my wife and I are the parent reps for the team, we had to, like our responsibilities for the weekend just started with coordinating volunteers and everything for the city swim meet and being volunteers ourselves. Then we had to prep for the banquet and I stayed up late on Saturday night uh, editing the team video. And then we had to like get the whole place set up for the banquet and uh, we were host, but not actually like up at the front of the room. Uh, but the coolest part of it was that once again, our team, which has just a, a huge history uh, because in, in large part of a pool director who's been involved for his entire life with this neighborhood swim team, we won. We won the city championships. Um, and so it's always fun to be able to celebrate not only the hard work through the entire season, but having that result, the payoff of, of winning in the end. And then we get around to this pool party that I was talking about. After the banquet, everybody goes down to the pool and just has a fun time. And uh, the parents are, you know, for those of us who, who, have, who go, because like these guards know our kids so well that um, it's, it's a community where we can just send them down and parents don't have to be there. But uh, for those of us who, who go, the parents are not swimming at the pool party. So was hanging out with, with some friends, including a pastor of a local church. And so he started asking me about what productivity tools I use. And it's closely related to a question that I got from a subscriber about just staying on top of projects as a freelance copywriter. And how, how do you do it? How do you, how do you manage different projects? And how do you do all of that? And what I wanna say first about this is that the best productivity tools on the planet are still, are still run by human beings. So no matter what tool you use, it's up to you to use it in the best way. How you succeed or fail with it is, is okay, there are probably some tools that are just terrible, but, but in large part, the tools that you use, 
the success that you have with them is going to be relative to the effort that you put in to make them work for you. And so I gave a list of tools that I use for productivity and some are more obvious and some surprised them, but maybe the most important things that we talked about is, is this idea of it's not really about the tool. It's how you use it, how if you're working with the team, other people on the team choose to use it. And honestly, like we're flawed human beings using these tools. And, uh, you know, the tools are also built by flawed human beings and they're built based on, like I've, I've had a scenario where I got excited about this productivity tool. And the more I used it, the more I realized that it was a very strict um, uh, implementation of a vision that this person had for, on this one, it was the getting things done productivity system. And I could not use this tool well because it was so strict to this person's vision. And so like that in particular for me, that wasn't a good tool. It may be perfect for the person who coded it, but most tools, um, they end up being not perfect in part because like, again, we're flawed human beings using it. And so maybe we underutilize the feature sets, maybe we overload them with content. Oftentimes it's just too much or too little, um, but we struggle with them and that's completely normal. Um, in part because all of us, we wanna be more productive. Everyone wants to be more productive. Uh, but here's a little secret. We, we all also think that everyone else is more productive than us. And so like, for example, this pastor who, you know, I've thought I've known him for a long time. I know that he runs a local church. I know that he's involved with like the pool board. He was the president. I'm like, oh, this guy's super organized. And uh, I, I assume he'd be way more organized than me. I mean, I learned that he has a staff of seven plus a ton of volunteers. And still he's asking me like, Brian, what do you use? Uh, what do you use to be productive and organized? Um, and we'll get to that in just a second. But what I'd say is it, first is that I always focus on being better today than yesterday. So uh, there's this principle called Kaizen. Uh, it's, it, it's, it's, it's this great word for uh, the idea of continuous improvement that we just look for opportunities to be a little bit better and a little bit better and a little bit better and a little bit better. And we, when we do this consistently through time, the long-term accumulation of all those improvements, especially because they build on each other, makes us so much better. And so tomorrow you may be this much more productive because of something you heard in this video. Um, and it may not feel like very much, but if you're this much more and then this much more and then this much more and it builds, that's the important part. Just, just be better today than yesterday um, and find what works for you. Like in general, we all want more control and perspective. Uh, this, is a, this is an idea from getting things done that we gain perspective by zooming out. We take a look at the, the big picture, like what are our big goals? What is our vision, right? What do we, how do we want our life to be, right? And that's, that's the perspective on our work. So what big projects we choose to take on, what roles we choose to take on, all of that is up at the level of perspective. But that is so disconnected for what do you need to do at 8.36 in the morning on a Tuesday. That is where we have to get down on the ground and gain control, um, which is where we define tasks. We come up with daily accomplishments that we want to achieve. 
and we do the work that's required to do them. And so if, if you're lost in the weeds, like if you're just caught up in your daily work, you need to step back and get perspective. And for that, like I love to use just a journal, right? A journal, like why am I even doing this? What am I doing this for? What are my goals here? What, what am I trying to accomplish, right? But then if you're lost in like, oh, what is my why, right? These big dreams, how do you get in there and implement? And that's when you need to come up with like a daily to-do list, daily tasks. Like how do you break down this project into chunks? And so in the context of all of this, like my favorite tools for managing projects and productivity, um, I really gave him mostly three. So for example, uh, the number one thing that I listed is Google Calendar. Uh, to just schedule appointments, schedule work chunks, just I know that I'm working during this time and these are the things I need to do or I know that I have a meeting during this time. And that's a huge productivity tool. The more that you can schedule your work, and I am not perfect at this, but the more you can schedule your work, the more likely you are to get that done assuming that you like honor your schedule, right? And that it's a realistic schedule. If you schedule something that's gonna take four hours, but you say, I'm gonna get this done in 30 minutes, well, that's not realistic. Um, next up, a tool that I've absolutely, you know, fully embraced is a tool called Book Like a Boss. And this is how I let other people schedule my time. So I define chunks of time where other people are um, able to schedule appointments. And then when it's time to schedule an appointment with someone, instead of a bunch of back and forth email, whatever, I send them a link and I say, pick a time here. And if it doesn't work, uh, sometimes I really struggle to get those additional appointments scheduled. Um, but if, it, if, I'm, if I'm struggling to, uh, to align, then maybe there's a little bit of back and forth emails. But, um, but primarily what I'm looking for with Book Like a Boss is I send you a link, you schedule a time on my calendar, boom. Then we just show up, right? And it's highly effective to have that tool or a tool like it. Um, but then like the, the tool that to me is, has worked out to be the best for me is a tool called Workflowy. And I'll include some links in the description to these different tools. Workflowy is just an infinite list tool. So like you open up Workflowy for the first time and there is a bullet point where you can put your cursor and you start typing. If you hit enter, um, it creates the next bullet point. If you hit tab, it's a nested bullet point. And then if you're creating multiple lists, you can start to collapse lists. And then it starts to grow with you and it has some other tools that make it uh, effective like tagging and dates and things like that. But really for me, like the big thing is like I have, I have projects that I'm working on right now that, uh, that I can define substeps for, I can define milestones for, and then I can collapse that project and I can store it in a list of projects. And then the milestones, if it's time to do it today, I can drag that milestone into a list that is just today's date of the things I'm looking to accomplish. And then I can outline content inside Workflowy. Without leaving Workflowy, I outlined this entire episode and planned what I was going to say. And then when I'm done recording, I will collapse all of that under the title of the episode and I will drag it over into archive content and I will cross off the to-do list. And it's like it, this, this infinite list format for me that worked way better than for, for example, the other side, that productivity tool that forced you into a very specific 
implementation. For me, like this, this whole idea, because the to-do list is one of the most powerful things that you can do in terms of accomplishing what you want to accomplish. Like these are the things I need to do to get this done. And this infinite list capability and having it all stored in the cloud and accessible from my phone and my computer, that works really well. Then sometimes like for the day, I'll do it, I'll, I'll take my list and I'll, I'll take it out of the computer and put it on a three by five note card so that I can just check it off and carry it around, et cetera. If you're working in a group, it does help to have a tool like outsourcing um, through Monday or Asana, et cetera. So like when I'm working with my assistant, Stephanie, to uh, get things published, we outsource, I outsource through Monday for her. Um, yeah, those you have to figure out what works best for you and your team. But all of this is still about the, the ritual of like the, the person or the team defining, here's what we need to get done. And then somebody, well, okay, so, so setting the intention, right? This is the big thing we need to get done. And then creating a plan of the different things underneath that that need to get done. And that plan needs to include what needs to get done, by whom, and by when. And so if there's a deadline, if there is an accountable party, right? If you're a solo person, okay, you need to define like all of the things are, I need to do them, right? Uh, but it, it could be, you know, you could be part of a big group and it's still the same basic process. We need to set the intention. This is the big thing we want to accomplish. We create a plan for the different milestones and tasks that need to get done inside of that. And then we say, who's going to do those things by when? And then we do the work, right? So set the intention, create the plan, do the work, and then you can reflect, okay, did we get this done? Did it, did it go as expected? Was there more things that needed to be done? Was there less things that needed to be done, etc.? But it's still about that consistent ritual. And for me, oftentimes what I'm doing is at the beginning of a day, I'll sit down and I'll say, here's my big intention for the day. Here's the things that need to get done. And then I have that and then I go do it. Right? And then I can reflect on the end of the day, oh shoot, I didn't get nearly as much done as I wanted. Why was that? I got way more done than I expected, et cetera. Like, yeah, you just do it. And then you reflect on it and then you can set a new intention for your next day or your next week, your next year, create a plan, do the work and do the thing over and over again. Um, and use whatever tools support that. That's the important thing regarding the tools themselves. And don't forget, you can check out the link to Small Work, Big Productivity. That link is in the description along with some other links to some of the tools mentioned. I'm Roy Fur. This is Breakthrough Marketing Secrets. Every day and every episode, I'm here trying to help you increase your marketing genius. And actually implementing your genius is one of the best ways to make sure that you are showing up as a genius in the world. Like and subscribe. I just hit 5,000 subscribers. That's pretty, pretty cool on YouTube. Uh, really appreciate all of you for being here. And I will catch you again in the next episode. See you soon. Thank you once again for tuning in to this daily episode of Breakthrough Marketing Secrets. Remember, check out the links with this episode for even more value. Now make sure you like, comment, share, subscribe, and engage in every way you can to keep this show going and growing and delivering daily value to you. I'll catch you soon for your next big breakthrough.